Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And in three, two, and one. This week, this, 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 this week, this week, this, 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 this week. This week in Geek. This week in Geek, we cover the Super Bowl, Pokemon Unite, and manga wrecks and releases. Hello, hello, everybody. It is the week of Valentine's Day, so hope, you, hope you're having a loving and fantastic February. Valentine's Day for us is tomorrow, so um, I'll probably get this done and edited tomorrow, I think. So it'll come out on Valentine's Day, but yeah, what better way to celebrate love than listening to two guys who love pop culture talk about pop culture? Yay. Two single guys talking about pop culture. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> what is more romantic than that, Kevin? I don't know. I really don't, I don't know. <laughs> How have you been, buddy? Uh, I've been pretty good. There's, uh, I've, I've had a couple of. Well, I guess technically, I have a couple of Pokemon Unite like events lined up. So, um, did you have your, your had, stream that you mentioned yet, or is that upcoming? I know you mentioned one? one last week that you had a, a Pokemon event coming up. Yeah, so I had one on one last Tuesday, um, and then I had one on Sunday on Super Bowl Sunday, and then I had one. I have one on Valentine's Day. I have one tomorrow. So, yeah, busy busy week for Pokemon Unite, uh, and just trying to stay up with my casting and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what's been on my plate. Just doing that and. uh, prepping for upcoming tweets and manga releases it's kind of a big deal right now um but other than that yeah just kind of trying trying to cruise trying not to overwork myself this week so yeah uh we'll, we'll see how it goes uh how about you matt how's your week how's everything going on your end um everything is is pretty okay for me i'm just yeah just just going through work on one of the shows that i am um what was I saying? Uh, one of the shows that I am working on is premiering on Friday, so we're gearing up for that. But it's not too big of a priority show for right now. Like it's it's exciting to for, to be having this show come out, but it's not like oh, it's the biggest show ever. I mean, because it's the final season of the show, so it's just like we have to make sure that people are excited for it, but like keep our expectations tempered, I guess. Um, so that's happening. Um. I bought tickets to go see the Lion King in um, March, so that was expensive, but I'm excited for that because I'm I don't know I when I grew up the Lion King was one of my favorite movies. I think as a child it was the Lion King and Toy Story were probably the two movies I watched the most, uh, and I've I've heard that Lion King live on stage is one of the the greatest Broadway shows that has ever been done. Um, so I'm really excited to see it. I'm really excited to see the show live. I'm excited to see if there are any changes between because uh, it is it's still a Disney production, but I'm, I'm interested to see if there's any like differences between the, the movie and the stage or if it's just like a direct adaptation. Uh, what I'm really excited most to see is the set design and the costume design. 
because I think I, I have such a an image built in my head of like extravagant costumes, especially since mm-hmm. it's Disney that I think I might be psyching myself out a little bit too much for this. Um, you, you've never seen Lion King the play? So this no, is I've be never like seen, it. seen it. Yeah. Have you okay. seen it? Yeah, I I Ooh. saw it a while ago, like a like a long time ago. It's it's been a it's been a minute. Um, okay, but I do remember seeing it, and I I liked it for, like, I liked it. I thought it was pretty cool. So, um, we'll we'll see how it goes for uh for you, and if it's I I I don't know if it's changed over the course of, you know, the time. So we'll we'll, we'll see we'll see how it looks. You know. Yeah, yeah. What do you remember of it? Like, what what do you remember? Do you remember it being like disappointing? Did you have expectations going into it? Like, I I, I want to know your non spoilery um, thoughts on Lion King. Uh, well, like, I I went into it not like, what is it? I I went into it not knowing what it would uh, what it would entail. You know, like I I thought you know oh it's just Lion King. Like I know the story of Lion King. I know I know what. It, what it do but um we'll we'll see uh but yeah when when i went to go see it i was like this is this is really good it's it's pretty it's very like colorful costumes are kind of ridiculous um and i mean you just gotta enjoy it like yeah don't take yourself out too crazily because you know it mm-hmm. is the lion king we all know where it's going but yeah, like I mean, yeah it's just hamlet <laughs> with lions yeah but it's still pretty cool. Like, it's still a really cool like play over like play over over everything. You know. Hmm. All right. So let's get into the news of the week. And I, I we don't have a. I at least for me, I don't really have a ton this week. The biggest thing, um, it, it, you probably all can guess was the Super Bowl. I didn't get to watch all of it, and I, I didn't care about. I'm one of those folks who doesn't care about the the actual game of the Super Bowl. I'm there for the halftime show and for the commercials. Like, I think a lot of folks who don't normally watch sports are. We we watch it for for those things. Uh, Kevin, did you watch the Super Bowl? Uh, I was casting during the Super Bowl, and then oh, that's right. by you the said time you that had your Pokemon Unite cast, yeah, and I was like, okay that's that that'll take up most of it so by the time that i got out it was already like the second half like i i caught like a glimpse of what rihanna was up to and i was like okay yeah i I can't do it like i'm just i'm gonna go to take a nap like i i literally cast it for four hours like five hours i'm not gonna stay up and watch people hit each other really hard so (laughs) so wait did you say that you saw rihanna's halftime show or I saw a part of it and okay. I was like, I can't, I I'm hungry. Like, <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Rihanna so can let's wait. There. Yeah. Let's pizza start there. now. <laughs> Ooh, what, what kind of pizza did you get? I, I got, I got, uh, what do you call it? I got mod pizza. So it's like the ah. custom you pizza. make your own Neapolitan style. I love those places. Yeah. They're so good. They're um, nice. but from what you saw of Rihanna's, halftime show what did you think of it and how does it compare to maybe some of the other halftime shows that you've seen previously um that smash Bros. stage pretty good uh (laughs) i i've only seen like literally the the performance wise like my brain was just like 
completely turned off and then i went mm-hmm. back and i saw all the twitter memes of it so i was like <laughs> okay this is yeah this is what happened thank you i mean the biggest meme was that hey that stage looks like it should be if it's not already a super smash bros stage <laughs> yeah um but i for for rihanna's performance wise like this is the first time she has performed in seven years um and it's her first it's her first time um performing i guess since she became a mother nine months ago she had her first child nine months ago so this is her first time back on stage in seven years this is her first time back on stage after being pregnant um and then she goes on stage and then everyone starts tweeting the same thing or look googling the same thing is rihanna pregnant again and she turns out she is. Yes, absolutely. Um, she is pregnant again with her. Uh, is she married to ASAP? Do you know? Or are they I just so. together? Okay, so she and ASAP Rocky are having their second child together. Her um, her representatives confirmed it after the performance. Um, my question is, is that like, I mean, I mean, she did you did you? Did you notice her her baby belly when you what you saw Kevin? Not a ton. Okay. Uh, at least from like the clips that I've seen, I'm more of like I, I was tuned out majority of the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I might go back. I might go yeah. back and watch it again. So we'll we'll see. My sister, and my mom immediately caught on to it, and I I I did catch it as well. And I'm like, huh, she does look like she's pregnant. Um, I wonder if she intended this as kind of an announcement that she's pregnant again, or did she expect people? I, I mean, she she had to have known that people would notice, but like, if not for this Super Bowl performance, I wonder if she would have announced that she was pregnant again, or if she, if she was going to announce, if she would have announced it this at this stage, or she would have waited till later. Hmm. Yeah. It's like if this was just a big like pregnancy announcement video. <laughs> like publicity <laughs> stuff. One maybe. hell of a pregnancy announcement. Um yeah, just let the whole see, nation uh, and everybody who cares about football know. Yeah. For my thoughts at least for Rihanna's halftime show, it wasn't the worst halftime show I've ever seen, but it also wasn't the best. Like, I think for me, the best I've ever seen was still Shakira, which I mean, she shared the time with JLo, but like Shakira Mm -hmm. was clearly the highlight of that show. I think she she was energetic. She was fun. She sang. She danced. I think she played guitar. She performed really, really well. It was it was just a fun, fun show. Um, I think that Rihanna she did good highlighting some of her more popular songs. I understand that she was pregnant. So maybe it was harder for her to move. Um, she looked like she was having fun. I guess there were, I wish she had done a lot more singing. Um, you could tell that like she took the microphone away from her mouth a lot. So it was her backup singers who were doing a lot of the work for her instead. Um, it just it it left me wanting a little bit more. It wasn't as bad as some of the other ones I've seen. Like I think the worst halftime shows I've ever seen are Paul McCartney and The Who. I think they were a little past their prime when they decided to perform for the halftime show. So mm. Rihanna, I don't think was was that bad. 
she didn't quite reach the the expectations that I had of her. But acknowledging that she's pregnant and not acknowledging she hasn't performed for seven years, um, I think that she did okay. I think she did like a C level performance. Like it's acceptable. It was passable. It wasn't exceptional. Didn't quite meet my expectations, but it it was a good halftime show. I, I as long as it was better than DJ Khaled at Overwatch season one. Oh my god! Uh, I, I I'll watch anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she didn't she didn't have to try to get people in to into it. Like people were into it. She people, didn't have to ask them to like. Oh god, poor <laughs> DJ Khaled. He probably didn't know what an Overwatch was. Yeah, he, he don't. He still don't know what an Overwatch is. <laughs> um, is that a new Roly? <laughs> uh, did you end up seeing any of the commercials? I only saw the what is it the 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 Mayan Yaz commercial. I don't know. Oh I don't know God. why that one's the one that stuck with me. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so we need to we need to men- bring this is an update to a story that we previously ran. Um, we we talked about that the um, the Eminem spokes candies had been announced that they were being quote unquote retired by Eminem's uh, and being replaced by Maya Rudolph. And again, a lot of people at work and on the internet were like, Hey, this is pro- like Super Bowl's coming up. I bet you that this is just a stunt that they're going to do for the Super Bowl. Um, and it turns out they were right. This was a, a, a setup for a weird Super Bowl gag commercial. Ma and Yaz was, allegedly well not allegedly but uh, mine yaz was maya rudolph's clam coated candy yeah uh, clam flavored <laughs> chocolate coated candy uh i wonder where they got that idea but i thought it was a pretty funny um thing and like immediately after that the they said the the spokes candy is like yeah we're back we're we're unpaused I, I can't believe they got rid of us in the first place and the spokes candies are back. It was a very short lived stunt. And it, it's just funny to me looking back on it, like how, how much of a reaction this got, because of course it was tied up in, um, what's his name? Bowtie, angry Fox. Reporter. Oh, uh, Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Carlson, Tucker Carlson. Uh, it, it was tied up in his, his rant about the uh, the spokes candies and like they they changed the green M and M's boots for uh for uh, Vans shoes Vans style shoes and, and then because that was all tied up it looked like they were bowing to the pressure of conservative media when it was just a Super Bowl stunt. It's really 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 weird how political this got. <laughs> and it was just all for nothing. Um, another yeah. really big one. I don't know if you've heard about the Tubi commercial. Did you, Kevin? No. Uh, so I, I will watch it though. Okay, it, it, it's in here. Yeah, it's it's in the the, the collection. But um, do you want to watch it first, or should I just talk about it? You can talk about it. I'll I'll, I'll watch it right now. Okay. So I, I, while you're watching it, Kevin, let me explain to those of you who haven't seen it yet. So it, it starts off and it's like, it's, it's coming back to the game with the announcers. And then, um, the bottom half of the screen pops up, like it's a, a TV menu and then it goes to Tubi and then it starts looking through like the listings on Tubi, which, uh, a lot of it, it 
it got a lot of people. A lot of people like really thought that someone was sitting on the remote or someone was changing the channel. Like I, I one of my bosses is like, yeah, that commercial got us. There were, there were some angry words exchanged because apparently this TV spot played when there was five minutes left in the game and the two teams were tied. And it was like a very, very tense <laughs> moment. Like people are like, what's happening? What's happening? And then to think that someone's changing the channel on you, like, ooh, there were heated. I, I bet you that a lot of people in across America were, were really upset for a, a hot second. And they probably realized, oh, this is a commercial. <laughs> yeah. But that, that, that's really meta. That's that's a pretty meta way to do it. Essentially, it forces people to talk about the previous commercial in a way that one may have gotten somebody like flip the chip bowl, you know, but <laughs> I also do think that like, it's pretty smart. It's like, yeah, it forced people to be like, Oh, well, like we have to pay attention to this commercial that we possibly may have screwed up our part of the game. So oops. No, but <laughs> just really, really good. Like just it. knowing, just knowing about where it is, you know, right. Like yeah. what is taking, what is making you think here? Mm-hmm. A couple other ones I really liked. Um, there was a, a Miller Light, Coors Light, um, Blue Moon commercial where there's two guys fighting over like which beer is better, Miller Light or Coors Light, and it's got some pretty fun like action choreography. And they're like, "This is a Miller Light commercial. This is a Coors Light commercial." And then someone else like puts it down the the Blue Moon. It's like, "No, this is a Blue Moon commercial at the very end." Um, there was another one by Jeep called. It was for Electric Boogie. It was to a the background track was a shaggy song and it's just a bunch of cgi animals dancing and it was pretty fun um there was one with ben affleck working at a a dunkin donuts drive-thru or it's just called duncan now but he's apparently he's very well known for his affinity for duncan and their coffee and their uh, their donuts so he's there just serving like screwing with not kind of not kind of screwing with people i'm um, just joking around on the um the intercom where they or the drive through and then they'll drive up and it's Ben Affleck. Um, a couple other good ones were uh, Xfinity had one called the next giant leap. And it's um, it, it it's like a space themed one where there, there's people playing a video game or supposedly they're playing a video game and they're talking to the characters. It's pretty well done CGI. Um, the E-Trade baby made a reappearance. Do you remember those baby commercials? I remember the E-Trade Baby, yeah. The E-Trade Baby made a comeback. Okay, I watched this one right before we recorded, Kevin, The Farmer's Dog Forever. And it's just having yeah, my dog I, be so old right now. Have you seen I this I saw one? this. Yeah, this I was like, oh, cry. bro. <laughs> I cry, I started crying, and it's like, I can't, I can't finish watching this commercial. Not right now. <laughs> Um, this is like those uh those uh, tie life insurance commercials. It just like mm-hmm. it, it just, hit you in the feels, and like you really didn't need that right now. <laughs> right? It, it just oh, it, it it hits so hard, especially because like I know like you you pre- recently like your your dog passed. My dog is probably not going to last the rest of the year, which makes it just even more painful. <laughs> um. There was a lot of celebrity endorsements this year. Like I think more than usual, a lot of characters were re um were brought back by actors like um what's his name, uh, John Travolta came back and he did uh 
a little bit of Danny Zuko for the T-Mobile commercial. Um, ben Stiller for Pepsi brought back uh, Derek Zoolander. Um, there were a few others I can't really remember off the top of my head. Uh, Snoop Dogg had a fun Skechers commercial, which I really liked. Sylvester Stallone had a – he climbed a mountain that was shaped like his face. Uh, let's see. what. Uh, oh, another one that was re- brought back, Breaking Bad. Um, Aaron, uh, Aaron Paul and uh, what's his name? Brian and, Cranston. Yeah, Brian Cranston brought back Jesse and Mr. White, and then I can't remember who the actor for Tuco is, but he came back as well. Which I really liked Breaking Bad. Um, it's one of the shows that I somehow managed to get my mom and dad to like be really into and watch with us. Uh, I love Breaking Bad. I need to watch Better Call Saul. So this was a very fun one for me to see. Um, yeah. I'm on the opposite. My family's on the opposite end where they've seen Breaking Bad all the way through, and I'm the boomer who hasn't caught up. So <laughs> really, <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm the one who hasn't seen it. Like everyone else in my family, like is watching it like religiously at this point. And I'm I'm like, hey, I finished season one. I I just haven't haven't had time to like sit down and watch an episode or eight or whatever you know (laughs) like i mean it it takes a while to get through there's a lot and it's very dense so you have to be very be very invested in the story to watch breaking bad i think i really like it as a show i love the story yeah a lot of people told me it's like really good so i Mm. I still do want to make my way through it but we'll see uh i think my favorite commercial though was um where is it here uh for work day the, it's called it's called rockstar and it's a bunch of actual rock stars like um ozzy gary clark jr joan jett billy idol paul stanley uh are are kind of upset because for you know how people say oh my god you're a rock star to somebody when mm-hmm. they're complimenting them it's like you're not rock stars we're rock stars and it's just it's funny seeing all these like actual legitimate rock stars like coming together for this commercial especially with ozzy like now that we know his health is taking a downturn, it's it's it, it's good to see him able to still have fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, two more that I wanted, or three more I wanted to mention. One was uh, I don't like Miles Teller, but he had a Bud Light commercial where him and his wife are dancing to hold music. And the reason why I'm mentioning this commercial is because the hold music is the hold music. The hold music they're dancing to is the hold music that LA County uses. So back in my journalist days, I'd have to be on hold for forever. And it's just the same like 80s, really bad synth or maybe even 90s ish. I wouldn't say 80s. This is more like 90s esque synthy, really crappy. Just. It's not it's kind of dancey, but it's it's very much elevator music. It's like you hear it in the background of an instructional video. Yeah, and they're dancing to it. So that just kind of took me back to like, oh my god, I've been on hold with this music for so long before, so I can kind of relate to it. Um, so another one that I really wanted to mention that I thought was particularly funny was Ram Trucks had a commercial promoting their their new electric truck, and they kind of made fun of how people don't see electric cars as the most masculine, maybe, and also the angle that they took with that is by kind of mocking um, erectile dysfunction commercials, like for um, those pills or whatever that you use to make your, um, make you go for hours and you need to call a doctor if you're, if you're still going after 
for more than four hours afterwards. <laughs> but um, yeah, so they they kind of the, the way they phrase it is like, don't worry well, if you're like because okay. a, a criticism of of electric cars is that like oh, you're not going to last long enough or you're going to have to stop and start and stop and start and stop and start and you'll never get where you're going or just when you're getting like you're getting into a groove, it stops. So they kind of rephrase that to make it like a wink at erectile dysfunction commercials. So that was a funny one <laughs> that I, I liked. Yeah, it's called premature electrification. That's it. That's what it's called. Uh, I, I'm, I'm watching it right now. It's is pretty funny. Like they did a really good job of of capturing that awkward energy of an erectile dysfunction yeah. commercial. And then the last one I want to highlight is um Bush, the Bush beer. They they had one that's the Bush guide and they brought out Sarah McLaughlin to sing her in the arms of an angel. That song that always plays when they're trying to get you to donate to animal shelters, which mm-hmm. Like the the dog commercial, generally I can't watch these commercials because they tug on the heartstrings a little too hard, and it's like, oh, those poor kitties and poor dogs. Um, but they made fun of her for this one because they're like, that's the wrong kind of shelter, Sarah, because it's about survival skills, and she's sitting next to a wolf. It's like, oh, not not the fuzzy, cuddly, cute animal. So <laughs> those were my highlights of the commercials. I think honestly having gone through and watched these some more because um, I didn't get to finish watching them because I had a meeting for camp um, about an hour before the uh, the Super Bowl ended. Oh, also there was the trailer for The Flash, which is like, I the movie looks okay. I still don't know how I feel about them continuing. Well, no, I, I know how I feel about them continuing to push Ezra Miller. I don't like it. I think they need to find a, a less problematic star. Um but the movie at least looks interesting. I don't like how they're still pushing Ezra Miller, but hopefully the movie does something good for the DC universe. But anyway, yeah. But so another another thing that's kind of tangentially linked to the Super Bowl, and it kind of ha- goes along with a topic that I kind of wanted to discuss a little bit, is Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox have been together for a little bit, but... The speculation now is that they have broken up. Um, Megan Fox deleted all her photos with him. She on Instagram, she unfollowed everybody except Tom Holland, someone else, and Eminem. And if you know anything about Eminem and Machine Gun Kelly, there's beef there. Um, yeah, there's I'll there's a lot, that. a lot of beef there. Machine Gun Kelly is on, obviously on the wrong and the losing side of this beef, but that's Dude, neither he here had nor no chance. There. <laughs> never, never had a chance against M. Like, don't even try. He's not. Yeah. Eminem famously said he's not even in the conversation of good rappers. So it's yeah. not even worth the time, even though he took the time to do a diss track. Um, well, it's then just again, put him, put him, put him under. Like, just yeah. Yeah. No, sometimes, no you, sometimes you have to swat the fly instead of just yeah. ignoring it. So that's what Eminem did. But um, so after and after all of this, she deleted her Instagram. So Megan Fox doesn't have Instagram anymore. Some people were speculating that it was because that this was part of a stunt for the Super Bowl. It, I don't think it was. 
they were speculating <laughs> that oh maybe sh- maybe Machine Gun Kelly is going to come out and perform with Rihanna, and so they're they're doing this this little skit, this little stunt. No, no, Machine Gun Kelly did not come out. Rihanna didn't have any um any backup or or supporting act, which a lot of people were were surprised by because sometimes there's supporting acts like again j-lo and shakira shakira was technically the supporting act but i still think she was the best part of the show uh anyway um i mean same thing with like uh last year right when when they had like uh they had snoop dogg and like uh dr dre and oh yeah like dre literally brought the whole crew and like everybody everybody pulled up which is cool at all but like you got a lot of different acts all at once yeah um but yeah, I they're apparently broken up. Some people are based on like one of the photos that she's she had previously shared. There was like a domestic violence po- uh, poster in the background. Um, I don't know if I I can't remember exactly if she shared it before she um deleted her Instagram. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, so see, I'm looking at a, a story now that says some people think that the uh the story the the breakup was a stunt linked to the Super Bowl performance. It 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 is not. It that was. That's an actual breakup. Um, so some people think that because of that poster, this might be related to domestic violence thing. Others are saying that maybe MGK cheated on Megan Fox. Like we don't know exactly what's happened. She said in a, in a post, you can taste the dishonesty. It's all over your breath. Um, so read that as you will whether that links specifically to just infidelity or to domestic violence and infidelity, we don't know for sure unless either of them come out and, and say it, but they are, they are now broken up. Um, and it's, it's weird just how this became, at least in the circles that I follow and on my social media, this became such a huge story and how my the thing I wanted, the topic that I really kind of am focusing on tonight is just looking at Rihanna's quote pregnancy announcement, because after the Super Bowl performance, her, there were stories saying, is Rihanna pregnant? Is Rihanna pregnant? Is Rihanna pregnant? And then stories like actual from actual news outlets saying that, yes, her representatives confirmed that she's pregnant. Um, and then now with all this, the news stories and the speculation about um, the Megan Fox, Machine Gun Kelly breakup. And is it is this a stunt? It's like it's so interesting how as someone working in social media, social media has kind of dominated conversations and led conversations, especially with celebrities. It sometimes forces them to make admissions and, and to address rumors or to also, um, like, the, their private lives become a public spectacle, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, what what is your take on celebrity culture, Kevin? Especially with, like, it, especially like, like in this context with social media and people, like, clamoring for every single sordid detail. I mean, at the end of the day, they are just people. So, like, I feel like it's it's okay to like report on it but like to dig too far deep you're just like being too nosy at that point in my opinion but like if it's out mm-hmm. there it's out there you know it's you're not gonna not 
report on it, but like to uh, to like hyper dig into something like this, it's just kind of it's like uh, okay, but you you want to we clearly want to know like the reason why, but you know sometimes you just need time and you'll get your answer. Um, and I feel like that's that's fair. Hmm. Are there any like celebrities that you follow and like? you're kind of you're more invested in it or let me rephrase are there any celebrities or, or like bands or or any public figures that you follow and kind of follow follow along with their personal lives hmm that yeah i, I guess that's that's fair i i feel like that follows more into like online yeah like twitch culture i would say like you you start to like see that a lot um and when you do follow certain people you're like oh like are they dating anybody like mm-hmm. who's this new person so on and so forth like that's okay because like they're introducing them to like your stream or like their stream and you're like oh, okay so like it's cool to get a glimpse into that but i don't dig any further into it it's just like oh that's cool they're like hanging out like they're doing stuff like that's cool and then, like, if they break up, it's like, uh-oh, they broke up. That's sad. Uh-oh, that's not good. And you you just you just watch it for what it is, really. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I don't hyper, like, fixate on that stuff. But I do I do know that there's, like, there's probably some people out there who, who do, who definitely do. Yeah. And considering that, like, for you, Kevin, like, as someone who went to film school and, like, now as someone who's doing casting... Like, if you ever made it to that level of fame, how do you think you would handle mm-hmm. being a public figure? Because I, I was talking to someone recently, and it's like, once once you go into a field like that, and once you hit a certain level of success and popularity, like, you have to recognize that your life is now no longer just your own. Like, you have fans, you have people who, for whatever reason, are involved in and have a, for some reason feel invested in what your daily going ons are. Like, how how do you think you'd manage that? Um, I I would just read a lot of manga and be like, bro, I can't <laughs> help you. <laughs> like, I can barely help myself. You really think that like, if, if I if I happen to like get to the level where people care about stuff that is like outside of my profession, like it one it's just like mind your own business right now like i i'll i'll tell you the juice when i'm ready you know i'll give you the i'll I'll give you the deets when i'm ready just like right now i just need a i need to just chill you know uh Mm -hmm. i do feel like there is going to be a moment where like if it does get to the point where it's like too big and everybody wants to know like certain things it's just like give me time like i'll i'll give it to you eventually like i I just had to deal with it internally first and then it'll come out you know Mm -hmm. yeah i get it then i'll throw a manga i'll throw like a manga recommendation at them just to like give them a one two you know we'll we'll show a picture of like a dog that i pet once i i guess we'll just try to throw them off course you know (laughs) So essentially you you just would try as much not to let the your your elevated status change you just kind of be the same old I like manga you want to read manga with me let's watch some anime Kevin that you've always it, been 
that's that's the point. It's just like if the the thing that fame should do is just make like like enjoy the stuff that like you do. So it just gives right. me more time to do stuff that I want to do. Like if I want to talk about Pokemon and how like the Pokemon company should make a like a large 41 inch Claude Sire plush. Like I oh will God. I will rant about that. Like that I need it. Like I I will I don't care. Like if you like have you ever seen the big plushies that like Pokemon puts out? Like the like five hundred dollar plushies? Yes. Like the giant so like, Snorlaxes or, or whatever. Or what's yeah, the really so like, big one that they came out a couple years ago? The I think the latest one was like a I think it was like a three foot wide uh sphiel, I think. That's what it was. The giant sphiel. The giant sphiel, yeah. Um they had that one, and then uh, there was another one that I was like, "Oh, the Mareep. Uh The that everybody makes one of the 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 five foot Mareep or the yeah the the forty five inch Mareep. Uh Yeah, like people were just like, "That's or something." Yeah, the the Mareep is five hundred dollars. The Sveal is four fifty, which God, is still I ridiculous. Kind of money. If I was famous, yeah. I could buy one. I could. I would have yeah. that money. It's just like yeah, I've like if I have crazy money, I'm gonna buy the big the big plushie like that's a given. The Wheelord one that I have is 26 inches, which is still pretty big. It it's it's definitely friend sized. That's that's more than two feet of Wheelord. Yeah, and it just kind of it just kind of chills in the corner, so I I like it. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. I I do agree that like I wouldn't be too crazy about it i would just buy like it, it just allows me to the to spend more on on stuff that i like yeah it, do, it wouldn't change me as a person it gives you more resources and it also gives you a platform to promote the things that you like and have people actually listen to you yeah i worry that if i was if i got to that point i might go a little bit too crazy like just just knowing me i think i might have a little bit too much fun and then just spiral into chaos and insanity um i would like to think that fame wouldn't change me i i would like to think that i'd use my platform for good in that when i'm in the news for something it's because oh he stopped by to surprise people at this charity or promoting this charity or, or or this social cause or whatever or he made this really good piece of entertainment thing or, or whatever but like at some point i think i would just do something stupid and and go insane and like he bought a giant car and crashed it five seconds later and it's now on fire <laughs> and he burned down a building because the car is on fire no one was hurt but the buildings burned down or something stupid like that I think I think I would be like if if something were to derail me, it would be like uh, like Kanashi slam dunks on four year old on mini oh, hoop or something like that. Like so, something really something really dumb like that, and I'll be like, I There's mean, some kids crying he can't when you're guard just me, utterly destroying him <laughs> at the mini hoops. It's just like he can't guard me, bro. I I just gotta show him what's up. <laughs> like, Kanashi bound from round one from making four year olds cry. <laughs> my bad. Side hustle at at uh at Dave and Buster's goes wrong. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 
but yeah, that's our that's our spiel on on famous people and a little bit of I guess a discussion on people's. And I mean, it's just, it's just so weird how some people feel entitled to to know what your life is because they've seen you in a few movies. And I guess that's that's the that's what happens with art. It's like you you're putting a voice and a feeling and a person behind some some maybe emotions or situations that other people feel and because I guess you've brought that to life and they've seen you do it, people feel like they know you when what they know is their perception of you as a character. So I think that might be why people feel so invested is cuz they kind of grew up with you and they feel like they they feel like you you're one of them they're they know you and that you're maybe part of a family for them but you're you're really not and it's 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 weird how pe- how far people will go with that kind of I wouldn't call it an obsession but that investment in your personal life but into the next topic transitioning kind of into um between my stuff and your stuff, Kevin, there's going to be there. There was a stage adaptation of Spirited Away that was performed last year in Japan. This was filmed, and it's now going to be coming to American cinemas sometime in the future. Don't know exactly when. It's not been announced, but it's coming to theaters, and I am so excited for this. Yeah, that sounds like fun. I I kind of want to see. Like that's a, that's another aspect of like the the anime industry and like something that like I don't know too much about, but like mm-hmm. stage plays are like really big in Japan. Like if you really? have a you have an anime that does really well or like a manga that does really well, there's like there's a lot of avenues where it goes. And like for example, there's like a Demon Slayer stage play of there like is? the first part. So like yeah, so like you'll watch these like they'll do like a whole like sequence of like how this fight goes down or something like that Mm -hmm. i know that naruto had a long-running stage play as well it's just like it's just kind of cool to know that like they have like certain parts are are being adapted into like stage plays and like if you i wish that like they had like the scripts and like what what is it like kind of the resources so like if people wanted Mm -hmm. to promote or like wanted to perform it um it would be out there. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it it's still, it's like a whole nother like section that yeah. they have to go ahead and like figure out how it works. So I just for, for to understand the scope of this performance, there are 32 performers and more than 50 puppets that go into this, this play. And I'm looking at some of the production photos right now. And it looks so good. Like the radish spirit looks so close to the radish spirit in the movie. Kamaji, the boiler man, like with all of his crazy arms looks like a, a real, how he would in real life. No face is looks like no face. The, the Haku dragon looks, it looks like a stuffed dragon, like a, a stuffed toy, but it mm. looks like it, it does in the movie. Like if you took Haku in the movie and turned him into a stuffed toy, it, it definitely looks authentic. Um, and I think at one point, um, when No Face is rampaging through the bathhouse, according to the Playbill article, that that puppet takes twelve people to operate. So I I am expecting something really good out of this play, like something just 
magical as everything that Studio Ghibli does is just pure magic. So mm-hmm. if you are a fan of Ghibli, if you are a fan of Spirited Away, like Spirited, I've said this before and I will say it again, Spirited Away is my favorite of Miyazaki's films and I'm so excited to see this. But keep your eyes peeled. I don't, again, there's been no announcement officially, but from Studio Ghibli or anybody when this is actually going to be screened in America, but it's probably going to be one of those limited run engagement things like you used to see with like Fathom events or something. So mm-hmm. that's it for my stuff, Kevin. Take it away with the anime, weeby, right. and video gamey things. Yeah, let, let's go into let's go into the gaming first. Uh, we're actually going to open with the, uh, the the Overwatch dating sim uh, called Lover Watch. Oh, have you done it? I have not done it. Uh, oh, I'm so excited to try this. It it is live right now. So if you guys do want to take a shot at the Lover Watch, it's called Lover Watch: The Ultimate Dating Sim. Um, it is at Lover Watch L O V E R W A T C H dot G G. Uh, that way you guys can date whoever or whatever. I haven't tried it yet. Uh, I think it's people Mercy are telling me to Genji. go and take a shot at it. I think you can date Mercy or Genji. I think that's the two paths. Yeah, and I think Hanzo is kind of like the middleman who teaches you yeah, like how to, um, how to. He's, he's Cupid. Cupid. <laughs> yeah. So so we got we got quite a bit to cover. If you guys do do want to watch or play it, uh, it, it's out there. Um, we'll report on it next that, week. I'm I'm absolutely gonna play it at some point this week. So I will I will let you know my thoughts on it. I'll I'll see I'll see how it goes. Um. Let's see. Yeah. Okay. Moving moving on to the other game that I do a lot of coverage for. Uh, Pokemon Unite. Let's 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 dive into all the stuff that happened this weekend. So um, yeah, we had the Pokemon Unite February finals, which is like the first ever um. 2023 series pokemon unite uh tournament um they had the they had the open qualifiers last weekend um this weekend this previous weekend so uh on i believe it was the 11th yes uh they ran the top eight teams in a double elim bracket and uh made them kind of fight for the last bit of like aos points and allowed the teams to continue and uh and play through with it so um uh, I'm just gonna go down the list of like the teams that won, um, and then just a couple of highlights from the actual series. So, um, Brazil, it was OO Nation uh, won that one. Uh, in EU or Europe, it's the Tally Bobo Believers. They they were a solid team. Uh, they had to beat Nouns Esports in a bracket reset. Um, I would highly recommend if you guys want to see ridiculously like fun Pokemon Unite. Uh, the EU finals were ridiculous. Um, we had NA finals, which went to Ascended, um, which is kind of a spawn of the world champion team, the team that won, uh, the whole thing last year. So that, that's something to keep in mind. Um, Latam North was team Hoenn. Um, Latam South was Clash, uh, spelt with a Q. Uh, they are, they were a really solid team. I got to cast a couple of their games, uh, when I was watching the Latam open. So, uh, they, they did really well. Um. And then in Oceania, we had ExoClan, which uh, did did really well as well. Um, a couple of really interesting pickups, if you guys are keeping up to date with it. Um, Hoopa, Urshifu, and Clefable have been slowly making their push into the competitive season. 
um, and competitive series, which is the reason why a lot of teams like either prioritize taking it out by using the ban on it early um, or just let it slip through and kind of had answers to it later. So um, this is the first time, by the way, that Pokemon Unite has implemented its draft mode, um, which allows both teams to ban one Pokemon at the start of the game. And then it goes into like a snake draft style of selecting Pokemon. So no teams had the same uh, had the same rosters. No Pokemon were like, you know, copies of each other. Um, it was a really interesting matchup overall. So uh, a lot of these teams were trying to figure out what they wanted to play. Um, really good competition uh, all across the board. So highly recommend watching them if you guys are ever interested in the competitive side of Pokemon Unite. Um, I, I am always there. I'm trying to cast as much as possible. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a interesting upcoming season. And we'll see where uh, February ends up landing everybody. And then uh, if there are uh, roster swaps or changes moving on into March. Um, but yeah, that's going to wrap it up for Pokemon Unite. Um, there is for Pokemon players and, and friends out there. Um, I am going to go ahead and give you guys a heads up. Um, usually around this time of year, towards the end of February, um, Pokemon does a Pokemon Presents. So I'm going to be keeping my eyes out for if there is an announcement from Pokemon um, about what would be coming out in the future, whether it's, you know, DLC for Scarlet and Violet, new announcements for Pokemon Unite. I know that we've, we've gotten some uh, data mines and answers to some of the newer things that are coming to Pokemon Unite. But um, I do want to see uh, where it ends up going with that. Um, there is, yeah, uh, just you, you know, Pokemon tends to tends to just announce things uh, during there. Uh, we do have a bingo card uh, circulating around of like, is there going to be DLC? Is there going to be an expansion? Are they going to change something? Are they going to do something like out of normal that we don't expect? Like all that is gonna gonna show up. Uh, later down the line so um i'm keeping keeping my eyes out for a pokemon presents if there is an announcement or a date for it you know um so yeah we'll be keeping all of that in mind as we slowly approach the end of february how many pokemon are in pokemon unite right now right now i think that there's somewhere around 30 i want to say 32 there might be more yeah, because of, of urshifu i haven't caught i haven't caught on um but uh, we're supposed to have an announcement of four new Pokemon that are going to be joining um, if the data mines are correct. So we'll see. We'll see what ends up happening. Um, but but I, I'm pretty sure it's it's going to happen. So I'm not going to spoil anything. I'll wait till the official announcement and then we'll go into it. Um, but I'm excited to see what what ends up coming out um, and what we end up getting. So, yeah, uh, that that will be an interesting thing to keep in mind. Uh yeah, let's let's go from the from the competitive gaming over to the uh the manga and the weeby stuff. So, um I I did put this up on my Twitter. It's going to be up later um actually probably once this is released on Valentine's Day. Um I do have recommendations for romance manga that I greatly enjoy or have enjoyed over the course of my my time collecting manga. So, um yeah, uh, we're just going to go in this in, uh, I guess, no particular order. So 
Um, we're going to start out with Comey. Uh, Comey can't communicate. It does have a Netflix series. Um, Netflix adaptation, not like a adaptation, like a live action one, but there are like the anime is on Netflix. So if you do want to check it out, um, it's about a girl who has social anxiety and a guy who doesn't want to be uh, he doesn't want to be popular. He just doesn't want to be like he doesn't want to create waves in uh, in school because he's really cringy and doesn't want anything to happen. Um, so uh, he wants to lay below the radar, but uh, the most popular girl in school has social anxiety and he wants to help her make friends. So that's what Comey is. I would highly recommend it. Very, very that's chill so show. It is a wholesome show. Uh, I would would massively recommend um if you do read the manga it does go by quite quickly um that is something that i do like about the uh the format of komi can't communicate it is what uh what manga readers call a four coma which in other words it's four panels it's always four panels um and it's usually like a setup there's a there's an establishment of like what's going on there's a twist and then there's an end. So like usually it, it follows like a four panel format. It's just really quick um, and it's easy to digest. So um, yeah, if, if you just want to hold someone, uh, Comey Can't Communicate is the one uh, to go for. Um, after that, we're going to be moving on into like high school love romance drama kind of style. Um, I have the entirety of Hori Mia, um, which is... Um, it, it, it follows uh, a girl named Hori and uh, Miyamura, and they, they happen to get together in high school. And it's just about um, their relationship and how they they kind of push each other to be better versions of themselves and kind of like express themselves uh, in the best way possible. Um, they, there's a good surrounding cast of like characters. It is very high school romancy based. So. If you do like that kind of style of, uh, you know, oh, high school romance, fun, haha, let's let's enjoy our youth. You know, uh, Horimiya is going to be the place to go. Um, in Japan, there is a volume 16. I've been waiting for volume 16 to come out for almost two years now. Um, they finally announced that it's coming. So I have to wait until May to, to figure out what the what the ending of this thing is. So. Um, there is 15 volumes of it. I would recommend. It looks really pretty on the shelf. Uh, go and get it. The next one that I'm going to uh, I'm gonna bring up is one that's not really that far in its um, manga run in the states, at least. Um, but it did catch my attention, um, and I really do like the concept of this one. It is called Imaginary. Um, Imaginary is essentially like it's it's a tale of older like older people starting to figure out like how to like date again, I guess. Um the guy has a really simple imagination where he he can talk to his former self and his future self. Um so he's like a regular like 28-year-old guy. Um but the girl that he likes is like his childhood crush. So his like 10 year old self is like, ew, why would you date her? She's got cooties and like, <laughs> she's just kind of weird. But then like his like 30 is like 35 year old self is like, 
why didn't you take the chance? Why didn't you do it? Like, do you want to end up like me, just like single, alone, and depressed? And I'm like, uh oh, that's me. Um, so it's uh, it's that whole thing of like figuring out, like taking the shot at what point is correct, right? Um, and the girl is always, she always has an active imagination, just saying like, oh well, I want to have fun. Like, what would this look like if? You know, we were to play a game uh, and so on and so forth. So Imaginary only has one volume out right now. Um, it's you can find it at Barnes and Nobles and whatnot. Um, it's a very interesting concept and it does go over multiple different. Uh, like different couples that have the same like idea of of dating. So um, I don't know how else to explain it. It's just kind of it's kind of wild out there. Um, would recommend it. Uh, now we're going to get into the one that I've definitely collected the most out of any manga, like, period. Um, this is by far my favorite romance series of all time, and I'm willing to die on this hill. Um, it is Wotokoi. Um, I, I love the series a lot. I, like, it's ridiculous. So, um, Wotokoi is about, uh, gaming and, like, anime nerds who end up dating each other, and then them finding out ways how to like i wouldn't say it's not like coping with it but like how to be with somebody who enjoys certain hobbies and enjoys their lifestyle in a certain way um so for example the main couple that you do follow one draws like their own i guess like bl manga if you guys know what bl is it's like like guy on guy like relationships kind of <laughs> kind of manga so she draws that stuff and the guy is just a hardcore gamer. Like he he just plays everything always. A, he's usually a single player guy, but he does go into multiplayer games and like kind of grinds on his own. Um, so it's, you know, the gamer nerd in the anime, like in the anime manga girl who who's just both awkward and, and weird. Um, but that one's more of a signing. So it's definitely more catered to the adult audience. Um, it currently is finished. It finished at six volumes. It's got 11 volumes in Japan. So most of them are two-in-ones. Um, and I would highly recommend picking it up. I have the art book. I have the uh, I have the tote bag. I have the entire oh series goodness. in the manga. I have all the variant covers of, of the last volume. And I just bought the box set. So <laughs> it's like, I, I love this series so much. Not just because of the art. But also like the way how each couple brings a different like style to the table. And it's just a matter of like learning about the characters and enjoying it. Um, if you guys aren't into reading, it also does have one season of the anime out. Um, if, if you guys want to check that one out, I would highly recommend it. Um, and yeah, that's that's my Valentine's romance recommendations. Honestly, like those are the main things that I do read. Um, if, if I do go into romance stuff, uh, if there are any recommendations, if you guys have any ideas of what you guys want me to, to read or to look into, feel free to send me requests. I will definitely look into it and, uh, we'll see where we go from there. But, um, American comics, overall, you can't go wrong with, uh, anything by, um, Mirka and Dolfo. She does a lot of, um, it's more adult oriented, a lot more erotic, but, her art style is her her lines are so clean and her her coloring is so good and also like her writing 
is really good. It's it's all translated from Italian because she's an Italian creator. But if you can like her her work is pretty easy to find in America. If you go to any comic shop or um I don't know if they'd have it in like a Barnes and Noble because it's like it is more adult oriented. But Mirka and Dolfo, if you are interested in American comics, in addition to the manga stuff that Kevin has recommended. Yeah. Uh, once again, like the, the Wotokoi box set just dropped. So if you guys are interested in picking it up, it's probably at Barnes and Nobles now. Um, it's supposed to come out on Valentine's Day. I did get mine today. So uh, definitely putting it on the shelf. Uh, I, I love this series a lot. Would would recommend um you'll definitely see a tweet about it tomorrow or the day after it's i have something planned and it's pretty funny um but overall manga rex i have them out if you guys want to recommend me some i'm always down to read like the first chapter of a couple of them um but yeah uh romance manga check for valentine's day there you go um cool let's go ahead and move on into the manga releases of the week now uh, I did warn you guys about last week that the 21st is kind of the biggest release week or like the biggest release of manga. I don't know why they just all decided to be like, yeah, this, this day, um, we're dropping everything. So screw your wallet in this day in particular. Yeah. Just, just this day. Uh, so, uh, we're going to go over the basic stuff, like stuff that, uh, actually came out this week. So. Um, on the same train, Comey Can't Communicate number 23 came out. This is a big one. If you guys are reading Comey, please pick it up. It's a very good one, and there's a big, I would say, turn in dynamic in this one. So I'm I'm really excited for people to actually catch up and get it. Um, Sakamoto Day 6 also came out on the 14th. Um, and the last one on that list is... The Wotokoi box set, if you guys are interested in collecting it, uh, would highly recommend it. It does come with like a couple extra bonuses, but honestly, if you are looking to just collect the manga, I would highly recommend looking on Facebook Marketplace or any sort of like local like pickups because people will buy the box sets and want to sell their original copies, uh, including myself. So um, it it's usually cheaper than the box sets because they, they just want to get rid of it. But um, the original run technically usually has better page quality. So uh, they survive for quite a lot longer. So uh, we'll see where that goes. Um, cool. Uh, let's go on into next week. Next week is the 21st. And with the 21st, there's a lot. So I'm just going to go down the list of things that I'm going to pick up for sure. Um, this is just a heads up for everyone else. So, uh, here we go. Uh, blue lock five. So if you guys like your soccer anime, uh, and manga, the, the anime is going to be ahead of the manga by quite a bit. Um, but if you do want to read kind of the unfiltered, uh, non-edited version of blue lock, I would highly recommend reading the manga, um, loser ranger three, uh, go, go loser ranger three. Um, it kind of goes over a dystopian style power rangers and like what if the power rangers were the bad guys um that is what go go loser ranger is about uh book three is coming out on that 21st um shangri-la frontier number four this is actually getting an anime adaptation sometime this year but 
the manga is slowly being released. Uh, I binge read book two and three this week. Um, I I enjoyed it quite a bit, and Shangri-La Frontier Four is definitely going to be on the. It's going to be in the anime for sure because they're like referencing certain parts, but it's it's pretty. It's it's a fun show if you like Sword Art Online, kind of in a way, but you want to have a character who's not constantly overpowered. Um, I would recommend Shangri-La Frontier. Um, moving on into some of the more standard ones, we have Way of the House Husband Nine, uh, which is if a Yakuza gang member suddenly decided to turn into a house husband uh, and watches over his own domain and does like, you know, like just normal household things, but treats it with the intensity of the Yakuza. Uh, that That's what uh way the house husband is. Um, I have that one on the shelf as well. That one's a really funny one. Um, and last but not least is Zombie 100 Volume 9. Um, I'm glad that we got the announcement for the anime in the summer. Um, but volume nine is going to continue on with zombie 100. Um, and it's honestly a lot of fun. It's, it's, a, it's about a guy who used to be a corporate or wage slave and, uh, was just like tired of going to the office, slowly starting to like chip away at his life. And then the zombie apocalypse happens. And usually during the zombie apocalypse, a lot of people freak out and they're like, what do I do? Um, Instead, our main character, uh, Akira, decides to be like, I don't have to go into work today, so I'm going to go and make a bucket list of things that I want to do before I inevitably die to the zombie apocalypse. Hmm. And so there's things like, I want to I want to confess my love to the girl who worked at my office. I want to be a superhero for a day. I want to, like... I want to drop kick somebody in the face or something like that, right? Like so it's just like things that he wants to do before he passes passes away. Um and so yeah, it, it's a fun series. It's on volume 9. Um and it's still continuing on. So um would highly recommend it if you guys do want to grab any of these, wait until the 21st. Um I would recommend if you want to get these quick if you want to get these before the release date, which I tend to take advantage of this as well, um, go to go to Barnes and Nobles. They tend to put their stuff on the shelf earlier than release. Um, so if you want to go ahead and grab some of these, you can. Date like that, or do they just uh, do uh, it? Like they just do it. I'm not going. I'm not going to be like they. They shouldn't, but it it's out there. Um, so. Uh, there's that, or if you have a certain bookstore, especially like a local comic shop, uh, that you know that they're going to get it in on the 21st, make sure to go ahead and support them. Um, I'm going to pick up all these books on the 25th. I have a Valorant cast on the 25th in San Jose. So, uh, I'm just going to make a little pit stop off to the side and go ahead and pick up all these books. Um, and then come home from my Valorant cast with, uh, a hurt wallet, but a, but a big bag of, uh, manga. So, <laughs> That's typically how it works. Um, yeah, uh, that is that is going to wrap it up for the manga stuff. Um, we are waiting on what whatever else happens to come up in the future. Um, we don't know. I don't have a specific day for the anime awards either. So um, once we start getting dates up and running, we'll go ahead and hop into that and uh, we'll announce what, what has happened there. Um, but yeah, overall, just waiting for the end of the month to potentially give us a Pokemon Presents. 
uh and just a lot of stuff coming out in the manga community so uh yeah make your wish list now make sure that you buy what you need and yeah you'll uh continue on through does that wrap it up for us this week kevin yeah i i don't i don't have anything else um for for you know any anything throughout the week uh unless there is new stuff i i will let you guys know um I, I haven't I haven't found anything else that's like ridiculous. So, yeah, I, I guess the the word of wisdom is uh, stay hydrated, don't overwork <laughs> yourself, and uh, I don't know, play play some games. I guess. Well, there you have it, folks. Kevin's happy advice for for this week: uh, is stay hydrated. Which, honestly, I now that you mentioned, I have not drank water in a very long time. I should probably go do that if I want to keep on living. <laughs> um, but anyway, thank you guys for tuning in with us this week. As with every week, um, we love talking about pop culture and we love all of you guys who have continued and are just picking us up to listen to us. We like doing this because it's fun and we like talking about pop culture. Not that we get paid, even though I wish we did. But anyway, I thank wish. you for tuning in, guys. <laughs> right? If this could be our yeah. job, that'd be amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. But anyway, thank you guys for tuning in this week, and we will catch you next week. Adios. Next week, we bring you the latest news and stories from around the internet. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to us and rate us five stars on all your favorite podcast platforms. You can also follow us on all social media at TwigPod, that's T-W-I-G-P-O-D, And feel free to send us any questions, comments, or any suggestions of topics you'd like us to cover. If you'd like to advertise with our show, please contact our network at Believe.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week in Geek. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.